You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first annual, or first biannual, I think we looked at. Anyway, anyway, the first ever Know Your Audience uh, Fantasy Draft. Uh, this is a new concept for us. Uh, I, I am Sean Taylor. With me is Mean Mark. Hello, not so sports fans. Maybe sports fans. I don't know. <laughs> maybe sports fans, maybe movie fans. Uh, How about gambling fans? How about that? <laughs> We're kind of going in a different direction this time. Uh, we came up with a concept to see if we could, uh, one, we wanted to make new content, keep everything kind of uh, fresh here, but uh, came up with an idea to do a fantasy draft of movies. Um, so Mark and I are going to select seven movies each uh, that release uh, from now until September 30th. And how this is going to work is we're going to calculate both the critic and audience scores uh, as on Rotten Tomatoes for all these movies, and whoever has the cumulative highest score wins. That's right. And now, just for the record, uh, we are recording on May the 9th. Uh, so this is our starting point. Basically, uh, Sean just came up with this idea. We set a date to record, and so any of the movies that we pick are between May 9th and September 30th, we're putting as a cutoff point because we actually, if all goes well, hope to do a second season focusing more on uh, what some might call the Oscar bait of uh, the movies and basically releases from October 1st up until the Oscar night. So, but right now we're in season one, I guess, or the, the, uh, the summer season. Um, the only reason I really want to bring up the dates is because movies like that have already come out, like guardians of the galaxy and fast and the furious will not be in this because they've already come out. We could easily check those scores. That's not what we want to do here. Right. Uh, and the other caveat is we're not allowed to not the, not that we do, but we're not allowed to vote on Rotten Tomatoes ourselves. Um, yeah, considering there's only two of us, you know, I'm, I don't know really how much we'd sway the. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a drop in the bucket, really. Oh yeah, even um, if we were went so far as to create dummy accounts and started trying to do it that way, like so what, you know? I mean, but we're just not going to do it. This is a gentleman's bet, a gentleman's game, um, and we encourage you to play along with us. Actually, Sean, how yes, can I get do. a hold of us? Yeah, you can email us, CanadianMovieCrew at gmail.com. That's the best way. Uh, that way we have your uh, votes on site. And we're thinking of having an audience winner. So if you choose, um, let's let's make it five movies for the audience, because there are probably going to be a lot more. Um, and if you choose five movies, and then we'll check those at the end of the time frame, and we'll see who in our audience has the bigger score. Right. So as long as we can get at least two people to email in or more, it's game on. It's game on. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm really hopeful for this one. I want to see like three, four. I want to see a battle royale of uh, of uh, write-in votes. I think that would be awesome, and we will be able to update you uh, throughout this season. Exactly. Now, these are movies that we may not necessarily see on film studies. Um, you know, because <laughs> you never know what movies we're going to be able to see, uh, just scheduling and stuff like that. Um, so, but these are movie. Any movie that comes out in Canada, uh, in theaters between now May 9th and September thirtieth, those are the ones that qualify. So, if I may, maybe we could open it up to at least North America because the all the sites that we check for coming soon are American based. 
So it's possible that we may have really picked that dark horse that may be in limited release in theaters. I don't know, but I figured let's open it up to that since uh, all all of our sources are American. Sure. Then that's fair. And that's fair. Now, what did we say was the tiebreaker just in case? The tiebreaker, uh, because, you know, in, in, um, in honor of know your audience, the tiebreaker would actually be the cumulative score of just the viewer vote. So what we would do right. is we would take the same scores that we're using from Rotten Tomatoes, take out the critic vote, and then see who's the last man standing because it's about the viewer. Film Studies was founded on what do we like to watch? What do we think the, of the movies as not professional film critics? And mm-hmm. that's how this contest, if it has to, will end. Yeah. So there you go. So and to decide who goes first, we've already selected our uh, you have 17 movies. I have 15 movies, possibilities. Yep. Um, since we're only picking seven, at least we're doubled, so that's good. Um, if it comes to it, if actually, by the end of the recording, I wouldn't mind throwing in a few honorable mentions, depending on how this goes. Sure. That's all right. Yeah. Sure, be, yeah. I think that'd be fun. Um, so, to determine who goes first here, I have a coin. It's a Canadian nickel. <laughs> very official <laughs> it's, it's got the uh, the queen on one side and the beaver on the other you might want to hang on to that because rumor has it they're actually trying to get rid of the nickel so <laughs> <laughs> well it worked with the penny so <laughs> um so i'm, I'm gonna flip the coin mark has already made his prediction as as to heads or beaver that's that's um, right or tails <laughs> yeah um, I've, I've actually written it down on a piece of paper i'm holding it folded in my hand in front of the camera so sean has had it in his sight this entire time i have yeah it's kind of annoying so we're gonna get this over with <laughs> we're already so, having fun i will flip the coin now and we'll see what, what comes up so we have and Mark can see here in the thing, it is tails that came up. Oh, no. And I wrote on my paper heads. You wrote heads. So I get first pick. First All round right. draft pick goes to Sean Taylor. Oh, this is going to be tough. Because um, you're looking at critic score and audience score combined. I am going to have to go – oh, geez. I want to take away one of your favorites right now. I do. <laughs> I, I honestly you, really do. You probably already guessed my number one draft pick, but let's see what you, what you go with. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give this one to you, and I'm going to take Cars 3. Oh, okay. Here's my rationale behind this. Because it's Pixar, um, the audience score, I believe, will be very, very high. Mm, okay. Almost near perfect. I'm expecting 90s for this one. Um, and also, just based on what I've seen uh, in the trailer, this doesn't look like Cars 2. So right. I think the critics are also going to give it a very high score. So, oh, very good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Cars 3 as my first official pick. I assume you'll be picking? Spider-Man Homecoming. No shit. <laughs> what did you think I was going to pick? I thought you were going to pick Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> I kind of saw that one coming, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, here's why. I mean, first of all, Cars 3, great pick. Uh, I have it a bit lower on my on my list. I'm almost ashamed as to where I put it after hearing your arguments. But for me, Spider-Man Homecoming was my number one because now Kevin Feige, supervising producer of Marvel, is involved. It's in the MCU You've got as much promise, if not more than, than, I mean, we're going back to the Maguire Raimi first one here for the anticipation. Um, and then there's also a bit of a redemption because of how the, the Spider-Man movies have kind of fallen by the wayside. 
Um, so this one is for me going to be really high, I think on the fan base. And I think the critics are going to like it too. Plus it has Iron Man. So that for me is a resounding, like that just like so many things stood out that I could not, not put that as my number one. Yeah, I I agree. Spider-Man would have been my number one choice too, but Cars 3 just made sense to me. So, oh yeah. um, Yeah. I gotta write. I just realized I gotta write these down somewhere. <laughs> well, you can just listen to the show later when it comes out. So. I, yeah, yeah. Make sure you didn't edit it and be like, "Oh, too bad you picked Spider. <laughs> you didn't pick Spider Man at all." And then <laughs> all of these over. Yeah, Mark, can you slowly read through the rest of your list for me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it wouldn't feel right. For my second pick. Oh, this one's tough. Again, I have a choice between a live-action, or an animation cartoon. Jeez, um, uh, I'm going to have to... You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to pick Wonder Woman. Oh, nice one. Yeah, that, that, I think that one... I, I think people are ready, the fans are ready to love DC again, and I think Wonder Woman is going to be that movie that kind of gets people over. Uh, having a female... Um, lead character, I think, is going to be very uh, appealing to the critics. I think you're going to have you're going to see uh, what's her face, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot as a very strong female lead character. Um, you have Chris Pine there, and a great actor to sort of back her up. Um, and I don't think DC can or will uh, trip up with this. I don't. I, I don't think they can risk another. Um, uh, what was the movie? Batman, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice kind of fiasco where the audience is split. I think they have to really hit that mark, and I think they're going to. I think this movie looks really good. Um, the only thing that I worry about is the plot itself, but I think the fan vote is going to be high on this one. So I'm going to go with Wonder Woman. You got my my number two pick right there. I thought that, so. That was it. Absolutely. Uh, DC's put a ton of uh, you know, ton of marketing into this. It looks great. A strong female-led superhero movie is what ha- they has been years in the making. So excellent pick. Um, now this is going to bring me to my number three pick. Then as my number two, so my number two is going to be War for the Planet of the Apes. Really, that's not even on my list. Well, here's why. So we have Woody Harrelson joining, which he's kind of like rock light, if you will. If he joins a franchise, chances are, you know, like he. It, it's, he's going to uh, give us some legs. He's going to give it some legs. He he has a habit of picking some you know really decent roles. And then I went back and actually looked at this series as a whole. And Rise of the Planet of the Apes got an eighty one percent fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And Dawn of the Planet of the Apes hit ninety percent, actually outdoing Rise of the Planet of the Apes. So I'm hopeful that huh. this is going to net me a nice high score. Uh, riding on the back of that Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and it's just, and the, it looks like the action is just going to get more and more frenetic. So I'm looking again to a big fan vote, um, and uh, go, coming off of more uh, big votes from the previous two installments. So that's why I picked it as uh, it's going to be my number two pick. Interesting, interesting. Okay, um, for my number three, I'm going to go a little bit uh, obscure. Um, I didn't know this movie was coming out until I was doing research for the show. Okay. And it's called Battle of the Sexes. Oh, I didn't even find that one. Tell me yeah, more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a story of the Billie Jean, Jean King uh, men, man versus woman tennis match. Ah, okay. 
And I'm going for the critic sort of um, vote for this one. Oh, okay. Um, and I think what really helps me in that sort of thing is it stars Emma Stone. Oh, wow. So she's the new Jennifer Lawrence. She's just one best actress at, uh, at the Oscars. Uh, I think she's Hollywood's new golden girl at this, in this particular time. This is her first movie since winning the Oscar. I think the critics are going to be very kind to her. Um, so I'm going to go with that. And I think that this will not have a large release. So I think the people that go to see this movie will specifically go to see this movie and therefore have more chance of liking it. Ooh, nice pick. So, oh, wow. I, I, I'm kind of being a little shrewd here. No, no. I, you know what? That, I mean, that, let's let's mark that one down. I want to see if that's going to be our dark horse here. For mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, I'll admit, uh, in the pages I was looking at, I didn't even come across that. Maybe I skimmed over it and didn't really know what I was what I was seeing. So I'm actually really anxious to see how that does. Not too anxious to lose, but you know. <laughs> but anxious well, we'll enough. see. We'll see. This, yeah. is, this is matching up. I like this. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So my number three pick. Then um, I'm I'm actually repeating kind of what I just did with my number two. I'm going with the Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Uh, first Kingsman at, got uh, did great all the way around. Uh, you know, critics liked it. Uh, it garnered a whole bunch of brand new fans. People didn't even know this was a comic book movie and didn't care. It just was was so cool, the visuals and everything like that. So I'm looking for more of the same, which is not always a bad thing. You know, more you know what? If I have chocolate pudding and I get more chocolate pudding, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting a chocolate pudding reference in this show. No, no, and that's why I used it. Um so this one looks like to really it's got the same uh same crew that did the first one, so I like the consistency. That they're pulling off, and they might be pulling off some surprises too. So I'm looking for another big hit, um, hopefully from both. Uh, I'm again relying heavily on the fan vote, I think. Uh, but Kingsman, the Golden Circle, for my number three pick. Okay, cool, cool. Um, for number four, for me, I'm going to go with another animated movie. Ah. Uh, and probably one that uh, I think is going to sneak up and surprise people. Um, I've seen the trailer for it. It looks interesting. This might be one that we don't have uh, written down for film studies, but I think it might be one to keep an eye on, and it's called Captain Underpants. I had that on my list. Um, it's it, I believe it's DreamWorks. I think so, yeah. Um, and I, I think it, it could be one of those ones like Toy Story that is funny and really entertaining for the kids. Mm-hmm. But also very smart and very um, there's some adult humor thrown in for the parents. So I think that's going to garner the high rating. I think the critics are going to be surprised by it, and I think that they're going to sort of say, "Wow, this sort of came out of the blue. I don't think we ever. I don't think we saw this coming." Type thing. So it was either that or Despicable Me three, and I think people are pretty much done with the uh, the minions at this point. I think right. even adults are done with the minions. So. I'm going to go with Captain Underpants. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that Minions movie may have done more harm than good, actually, for that franchise. So I think so. And to your point, they actually did uh, – the first time I heard of Captain Underpants was actually in front of the Lego Batman movies. So that was some well-placed advertising there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Target audience, this one's coming. Enjoy your Lego movie. We're coming up later. So, yeah, great pick. And on top of that, it looks funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it actually does. Like, uh, I, I don't have kids. I may end up going to see it. And, may, and maybe yeah. we should put it on the list for film studies. Absolutely. 
Um, okay, so for my number fourth, uh, I'm going to scoop up before it's gone. I'm going to pick up Baywatch. Oh, you bastard. Simply put, The Rock. That was going to be my long shot. That I, This could really go either way, though. I know I'm gambling on this one. Yeah, that is a gamble. Yeah. But I am betting with The Rock, and that's a hard bet to turn down. <laughs> yeah. That's, all, that's really all I can say. I mean, uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron, I really dismissed him early on. I, I really – like I watched one of his earlier movies, the one he did with Matthew Perry about – I think where it's the – they do the – 17 again or something 17 like that? again. Yeah, yeah. And I really didn't pay much attention to him. But it wasn't until I watched Neighbors that I was like, oh, Zac Efron actually can be funny. And then uh, what was it? Um, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates? Right. Had a great time watching that one. Him and – I forget the other guy's name. But anyway, um, he was part of a great cast. So I think – Lightning can strike again, uh, and again you have the rocks. So I, I, okay. I would be remiss if I bet against him. <laughs> okay. Um, so for my number five, uh, I'm going to go sort of outside of a realm, a movie that I probably wouldn't even consider watching because I'm not a big war movie guy, um, and that's Dunkirk. Oh, nice! That was my next one. <laughs> well done. Oh, really. Yep, absolutely. Well done. Probably uh, you picked it for the same reason I'm going to, uh, for the simple fact it's Chris Nolan. Well, I'll give you I'll give you a second reason, but go on. Um, and I, Christopher Nolan right now, he's, uh, you know, everyone loves Christopher Nolan. Um, oh, yeah. You know, his, his movies can be kind of divisive sometimes, but uh, critics really, really love Christopher Nolan's movies. Um, and this one is all about the Battle of Dunkirk, and uh, World War II movies really do well. Um, you take a look at uh, what was the one last year with the um, uh, with Andrew Garfield. Oh yes, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I know the one you're talking Hacksaw about. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yes, and uh, Oscar nominated, I believe, if nothing yes. else. Yes. Yep. Both of them. Um, so uh, I, I think this one will be sort of following in that in those footsteps, and I think that'll be really interesting to see how that goes. Again, I. I, I kind of worry about the audience vote on that one. It, it but is it's Christopher hard to Nolan, watch. so I think maybe that'll sort of hedge my bets a little bit. Yeah, no, I, that's a very solid pick. You also have Oscar winner Mark Rylance in that. That's true, From, too, from yes. Bridge of Spies, and that's why I, when I saw that, I, I knew I wanted that combo, Oscar winner, Christopher Nolan. Uh, I, I guess I should have put it higher on my list. Well done. <laughs> nice, nice pick. Um well, you wanted Spider-Man. I wanted, I wanted Spider-Man. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so my next one, I'm going to go, um, uh, I'm going to go with Atomic Blonde. Ooh. Char- make my list. Charlize Theron in an action movie. Uh, so far, she's two for two. Um, with Mad Max, she, she stole the show in that yeah. one and then she did make a really good villain in Fast 8 I know I don't know if you had a I haven't seen it yet right uh, and that's all I'll say about that so giving her her own action movie um, I th- uh, it's getting some buzz there's a lot of people looking forward to it uh, kind of like they did with Salt uh, I think it's going to get another big fan reaction I know I'm banking heavily on the fans I've got I think I get some more critic stuff in the later rounds but <laughs> right right but I, I think well the tiebreaker is the fan vote so and yeah yeah so I'm I'm kind of laying that down uh, right there so Atomic Blonde that's interesting I I kind of took a look at that one but I was like oh that's that's really that could really go either way yeah yeah oh you know, I'm, I'm like, not denying that yet but like. That that could be that could be sort of um, it's not a Charlie Theron movie, um, the space one. 
Oh, oh my uh, God. You know the one I'm talking about. I think so, yeah. 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 I may not have even seen it, actually. <laughs> no, I'm sure you have. It's a comic book movie, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'll look that up while you move on to your next pick. Okay. There's movies I want to pick, but I think there's movies I have to be smart about. And for my sixth pick, I think I'm going to take a risk with this one. And I'm going with Stephen King. Oh, well done. I'm going with The Dark Tower. Yep, that was my next one, too. Well done. This was um, this is a movie based on a novel series that's very, very popular. Uh, and movies lately that are based on books uh, tend to do very well, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. Twilight, Twilight. Yep. a.k.a. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I... It's Stephen King. Yes. E. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> if you're looking at our track record on Or Is It, you know, check out you know Stephen King, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> um, so, but I think the fan vote in this one will bring it up. Um, it does have, uh, what's his face? Well, you have Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey in this. Matthew McConaughey, that's the one. Um, and I know yep. he's kind of an it person in Hollywood right now, so the critics kind of like him. So we'll see how that plays out. And who doesn't like Idris Elba? And he's and he's awesome. And the trailer does look pretty cool. Um, I just worry about the story kind of muddling it up. And well, from what I understand, the story is fantastic from the books. Um, but that's sort of a wait and see. So you know, great again, great pick. That was definitely uh, going to be the next one I picked. If you didn't, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to move down to my next one. Um, Hitman's Bodyguard. Ah, you bastard. Yep. <laughs> you bastard. I wanted that one just because it's Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. You said it for me. That's that's oh. really, I, I, again, it's kind of like betting against the rock. Like now we have two reasons. I mean, just the 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 charm, the, um, I don't want to say charm, but what in wrestling, what's the opposite of heat? Uh, shine. The shine. There we go. So the shine from Deadpool alone is going to get this, get people into the theaters and then add Sam Jackson into the mix. Um, this one now I'm really banking on fan vote because I'm going to guess it's going to be all kinds of silly and the critics probably won't like it, but I, I'm looking for high high fan stability as opposed to two middle-of-the-road type votes. Yeah, I, I think the critics are probably going to be a little lenient on it. A, it is Sam Jackson, and B, Ryan Reynolds is coming off of Deadpool. That's yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. His shine so, off of Deadpool is really gonna, I think, garner some appreciation there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good pick. Damn it, fuck! I was <laughs> really hoping you wouldn't take that one. Okay. Um, well, for me, my final pick has come down to three. One I don't know very much about, um, and two horror movies. Ooh, horror movies I, before September, before before October. So I think they're both coming out uh, in, in September or at least August. Um, I don't have the release dates here. Uh, I think one actually comes out in July. Oh, actually, I think they both come out in July. All right then. Um, regardless, it doesn't matter. Hmm. I am the horror guy. Hey, you are the horror guy. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, I'm torn between Annabelle two and it. Ooh, ooh. 
here's my thing. And okay. Yeah, yeah. I know which one I would pick. Yeah, you may not want to be swaying me anywhere, anyway, anyway. Nope. You. Uh, That's fine. Um, it is an unknown. Um, I'm not impressed by the trailer so far. Oh, okay. But I do know. But it's been it, it, it's a remake that's been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But Annabelle two, as much as I don't like the Annabelle series, nor do I like the one that is spun off from, which was uh, the Conjuring. Is that it? The, the Paranormal Investigators. Yeah, which also got a sequel. Which also got a sequel, but this was spun off because Annabelle was the doll in The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And Annabelle, the first Annabelle, scored very well with audiences. Ah, okay. And my third one is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That's the other one I'm sort of throwing up there. Yeah. And that one's just way too much of a question mark for me. That could go Matrix. That could go Jupiter Ascending. So... Yes. That's it. There's way, way too much of a thing there. Plus, it stars the guy from um, uh, Spider-Man. From Second Amazing yeah, from Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2, yeah. yeah. And Chronicle. Um, and his track record, ha- track record hasn't been all that great. Um, I think he's a great actor, don't get me wrong. But his movies have not done very well critically. <sighs> I'm going to go. This is tough. This is really, really tough. I'm gonna have to go with gonna go with Annabelle too. Okay. Just because it is sort of a it's still a bit of a question mark for me. Um, I don't know how it's gonna play. I don't know how it's gonna be. It could end up being very goofy. Uh, I think Annabelle too is gonna stay on the road that they're on, even though I'm not a big fan of that road. Uh, <laughs> it works for a lot of people. Okay. Uh, critics included. Some critics really, really oh. love it. Um, and I know fans really love it, and that's why they're they're getting a second uh, second movie to the Annabelle series oh, as well as The Conjuring. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to have to go with Annabelle too, and that's going to round out my seven. Mark, what's your last one? Well, first of all, if I may say about your choice there, <clears throat> I actually might have, if that were me, gone for the nostalgia factor of it. Um, that was tough. But you know what? You bring uh, a, a point that I thought of, um, and when you mentioned how people are liking Annabelle too, it's it's still original material, right? Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Well, I think it could actually backfire on itself, right? I mean, you, I think you, so. A remake gone wrong. We've seen that before several times on film studies. Uh, so yeah, I think you went with the safer bet. Um, like you said, critically acclaimed, not a remake, and. I'll admit right now, Valerian, I didn't put it on my list. That was too much of a question mark for me, like yeah. you said. I And I'm the sci-fi guy, but I looked at that and go, ah, man, this could easily be, like you said, Jupiter Sunny, or it could be the next uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, which was phenomenal, you know? Yeah. And I just really didn't know which way it was going. And uh, based on a very pre- uh, popular French comic book, uh, like going back to the 60s. So it's a, yeah. it's a deep, deep cut, but... I just didn't want to wait. But it's obscure. It. It's a, it, it's, yeah. Like I, the only person I know that even knew about it and told me about it was a guy from Quebec. So there you go. You know? <laughs> and, and the other thing against it too, for me, um, is I know how it ends. Right. Or at least I know how the first one ended. Right. So. And that was really shit. 
<laughs> That's why it doesn't scare me. I'm not afraid of it. Uh, so, everyone says, "Oh my god, it scared me." I'm like, "Really? Did you watch it?" <laughs> so, so the question mark then is: Do they stick with the same ending or the same type of ending, or do they try something new? Exactly. Right. And and yeah, yeah exactly. too many questions. Too many questions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I think I left myself too many choices. Okay. <laughs> for, for my last. And uh, I will admit, so, so since you had a bit of a struggle, I'm going to admit I'm down to two comedies here that I really looked at. Ooh. And, uh, comedies are tough. I'll warn you. Comedies are tough. Yeah. Too, well, because you you and I both know, being stand-up comedians on an amateur level, there's not one thing that everyone finds funny. Death is easy. Comedy is hard. There you go. That's <laughs> So, which, which explains why John Wick works so well. <laughs> it's got death and comedy, you know? Those <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't like the comedy, we got the death. We got the death, yeah. And a lot more death than comedy. But, um, it, well, it's that. And then there's a, a sci-fi movie, actually, as well, which uh, I wasn't sure about. So uh, the sci-fi one, Alien Covenant, which comes out very soon. Um, I looked at that one, too. Go ahead. Yeah, well, it's looking like it's trying to pull back to its former glory. And, in fact, Prometheus is the movie you were thinking about with Charlize Theron. Nope, that wasn't Aeon Flux. That was the one I was thinking. Oh, Aeon Oh, Aeon Flux. Oh, based on the comic book property. Right, right, right. Aeon Flux. Right. Yeah, see? Valerian could turn out to be that. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Alien Covenant or uh, Rough Knight, which is Scarlett Johansson. <sighs> Bachelorette. Okay, here's why. Bachelorette Party Gone wait, Wrong. Okay, wait. Rough Knight. That's Scarlett Johansson, right? Scarlett Johansson. Right, right. Okay, then yes. Yep, Scarlett Johansson, and it's basically a bachelorette party gone wrong. This is, seems to be basically along the same lines as Bridesmaids, which was really well received. And Bad Moms, too. And Bad Moms, yeah. So, But, I mean, this one's closer to uh, Bridesmaids, right? It's all based around a wedding type thing. Um, and I think it has the potential to be almost a Bridesmaids, too, which is not a bad thing because Bridesmaids was very good. Even, uh, you know, I watched it as a guy and actually yeah. really enjoyed it. So. You know, yeah. this could this one could appeal to not just women, uh, but you know everybody, right? Who goes to see it? There's that one, and then there's the house. Have you heard of this one? I have heard of that one. If you pick one, if you pick that one, we're no longer friends, <laughs> and you know why. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah, well, I mean, rumor has it though this is Will Ferrell's return to form, and uh, you know he's had a few misses, and plus he's got Amy Poehler at his side, and Amy Poehler uh, is very solid in, in her work too. It not always uh, highly acclaimed, but at the same time very uh, like always a, a constant kind of. I'm looking for consistent numbers here, right? I'm not basically looking for them to at least bring up that last spot with some consistency and not a, necessarily a bomb, and that's why right. I almost banked on them. Um, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, and I'll just throw in my two cents. You take it or leave it. Actually, probably just leave it. My own personal opinion: not a big fan of Amy Poehler. Mm, I can okay. see how she's funny. Yeah. Um, I would argue that Will Ferrell has no form. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I don't know what he could be return, returning to. So okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I heard that kind of dropped. Uh, I, I can't even remember where, but it was it, it piqued my interest. Right. It was kind okay. Of, sure. And the trailer did look kind of funny about how. Uh, about the the premise where these two parents turn their house into a gambling den to try and raise college money for their daughter. So that to me has some potential um, as, as a kind of an interesting premise. So between the three, you know what? I'm going to go with actually my, my instincts from last night when I wrote my list. I did put this one above the other two. So as my last pick, I'm going to pick Rough Night. I'm going with Scarlett Johansson and company. And uh, I think that's a safer bet. 
it, yeah, yeah. Alien, really, uh, another question mark. After Prometheus, dude. I know, I know. That's you know? why. That's why I know. I wish I was. I wish this was Aliens following up Alien, but no, I'm following up Prometheus with that potentially. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it will be better than Prometheus. I'm very looking, I'm very much looking forward to seeing Alien Covenant. Yeah. Um, but Prometheus it, really kind of soured me on it and made me drop my expectations. If this was coming, uh, you know, so many years after Alien Resurrection, I might be more inclined to put that on my list. I didn't even put those on my list. So I agree. If we'd seen Alien Covenant instead of Prometheus as the follow up, this look like it would be more in line with what we would expect, right? Prometheus kind of gave us something we no one was expecting that was a mostly non-alien alien movie. So pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it was tough to tough to get behind. Um now if you don't mind, like I said, a couple of honorable mentions okay. that, that were on my list. One of them, um Ninjago. I took a look at that one. It's a Lego movie. That that's yeah. hard to that was hard to pass up. To be honest, I mean, just the fan ratings alone, I think it it might be a bonanza in that one. So I do want to keep an eye on that one. I'm going to put that one in a different highlighted color because I do want to track that. But the only thing that, about that one that really turned me off was the fact that it's not a part of the Lego Movie canon. It's um, you mean like a, like Batman or the Lego Movie or the Lego Movie or that kind of thing. It doesn't yeah. have any. At least I don't think it has any. Because they have had Ninjago movies before. They've been direct to DVD, I believe. Yeah, smaller productions in this one, but... Yeah. Um, but I think there's a groundswell there that, like, the, the Lego... Like, like the, the age set that watches Lego movies is aware of this. So I think that's what's going to get people to the theater and go from there. That's why, I mean, it just being a Lego movie alone caught my attention. So if that does that for me... Yeah, I think if we were doing sort of a... Because when we originally talked about this, we talked about doing... Um, basing the point value system on box office. Yeah. Um, and I think if we were doing a profit box office rating, where we look at only the profit between what it mm-hmm. cost to make and what the profit was, um, I think that would be a good one to pick. Because I think it's probably made fairly cheaply, and I think it's probably going to do at least triple its money. Yeah, it might not hit right. Lego Batman numbers, but yeah, and, and right. this is but but for those exact reasons, that's why it, it did kind of end up lower on my list. Is I was I just looked through the movies, picked my one the ones I wanted, and then started rating them, and that one just kept dropping. But I didn't want to mention that one, as right. well as um, uh, well uh, one that comes out uh, shortly after this recording, uh, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Yeah, that was not getting too great a ratings from what I can tell. That's why I didn't put it on my list. I've okay. already seen sort of uh, uh, initial viewings coming out, secret screenings, that kind of thing, special screenings. And the reviews are very, very mixed, at okay. least from critics, because those are the only ones that are seeing it. So Okay, okay. Um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing it this week, and I invite everyone to join us next week on Film Studies when we do take a look at it. I know Tex will be very excited to see this. Um, and you see my point though now, I mean, yeah. we, we still have some like sons of anarchy has still been playing on, uh, I believe it's still been playing on AMC. Like they're just going over the seasons. Um, you know what I mean? And it like, this guy still has some juice, especially, uh, you know, uh, Pacific rim, uh, mm-hmm. Jude laws in there, you know, mm-hmm. you've got Eric Bana and you've got a popular tale. So, oh, oh, and guy Ritchie. 
I mean, yeah, Guy Ritchie directing it. Yeah, Guy, Guy Ritchie alone actually could get you know uh, people in the seats, but again, which I think, explains why Tex really wants to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, exactly, exactly. But again, I think this does end up following maybe following the money a little bit more. I think it's actually going to make its money back and then some. Yeah, but but then again, it might not get the high acclaim that we're looking for for this contest. Yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, no, just the ones that I didn't pick were Despicable Me Three, It. Um, and Valerian. Um, the other ones you picked, uh, Spider-Man, Hitman's Bodyguard, you bastard, uh, and Baywatch. Um, yeah, when I was taking a look at it, I, I, I was kind of realizing the summer really doesn't seem to have much to offer. Um, but that does, uh, put it in a great spot to be a very surprising summer as well. Agreed. And I think, though, uh, because of the date that we're starting, like, for example, by this time last year, we'd already had Civil War, which right. got, uh, you know, was highly claimed. We'd already had um, Deadpool. We'd already had, you know what I mean? Like, mo- movies like that. And in fact, even this year, because of when we're starting uh, Logan, which, I mean, would have been, probably could have been the, the showstopper for either one of us had we had a chance to pick Logan. Yeah, and Get it, Out, too. Get get out, yeah, exactly. Very high. highly, it had like hundred percent rating for with critics. Exactly, uh, I think it still is in the high nineties. So, so yeah, exactly. So now, so part of it is timing. I think. I mean, Fast and the Furious. I think ushered in the summer. Uh, Guardians uh, is doing well. Um, go see. Go listen to our review though of that one. Just you know, and, then, and let us know. <laughs> But uh, a bit divisive here at Film Studies. But anyway, um, point is, is that I think because of when we're starting, we we did miss a few of the gems, but that just means it's going to be a closer race, I think. I think it is going to be fairly close. I'm actually very worried, actually, looking at my list and looking at yours. Oh, you, um, you've got some sleepers in there. like That Dunkirk, man. Oh, oh God, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that is just... Um, I hope so. Oh, uh, man, I, I know. I think we both took some risks. I think we both have some very safe picks. Um, mm-hmm. And it will be very interesting to take a look. And I'm actually very much interested in doing this again uh, in October. Because that's when you hit uh, horror movie season. Yep. You hit the Christmas season. Yep. And then you hit sort of the early early year, January, February, Oscar bait season. And Star Wars. And, of course, Star Wars. And we have another Marvel movie, too. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. So, uh, it'll be tough for me not to pick Saw Legacy. Oh, that comes out around my birthday. Yes, it does. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mark. That's, yes. I How many, uh, there was seven years in a row I got taken to the movies for my birthday, and it was Saw. <laughs> I may not pick that one myself. Just <laughs> I, I may not pick it. I need to see a trailer or two. I um, haven't, yeah. So, oh, look at us. Listen to us. We're already looking ahead to the next season, but we've got this one to focus on here. So we're going to come back uh, again in, what What do you say, a month's time? Check in? Or should we wait a little bit longer? What do you mean, to check in? Sure. I say uh, uh, we give the, fan, uh, the, the listeners uh, a little something to look forward to. You know what? Let's do it this way. Here's what I propose. Mid-season review. So we'll pick the halfway point. Okay. See what's already July, uh, uh, yeah, somewhere there, yeah, and we'll see what's come out already that that each of us has picked. How we're doing so far? Actually, you know what? I, I disagree. I think I want to keep this sort of uh, a surprise between. I want to see that. I would. I, I would like to see this as a surprise till the end. Right to the end. Right to the end. We'll see who uh, okay. who really came out. Now we can review Rotten Tomato scores on film studies for ones that we've picked. 
Okay. Um, well, see that, and that's what I'm looking for is maybe a little bit of jostling right there between us uh, from time <laughs> to time. That's you know, I want to keep the interest up. But let's but let's be clear. We're taking the Rotten Tomato score as of September 30th. That's the final decision. That's right. So scores so, can go up and down throughout the season. Exactly. That's, that's why, the fun part. You know, that'll be the um, fun. Yeah, watching that. So if you do want to get in on this, um, let's let's give the, our audience a week. Okay. So we'll give them seven days. We'll give them till uh, May sixteenth. Yep. So basically, uh, uh, King Arthur is out. But we'll give them King Arthur. Okay, sure. I, yeah, I, why not? Because I'm not? not sure it's going to be a good one for them to pick. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's going. You're right. That's a good um, point. That's a good point. <laughs> and uh, and we'll see if they um, just send us five movies. Um, you can email them to CanadianMovieCrew at gmail dot com, uh, and let's see if maybe you pick up on something that we didn't. Um, maybe you picked that diamond in the rough that we missed. Maybe you pick it, and it becomes a huge hit. Um, sure. Or Despicable Me 3. Who knows? You also realize what we're doing, too, is we're leaving it open for someone to just go through and pick the best of what we've already chosen. Because they <laughs> they don't have to worry about anyone picking it, and they can make a super list. Go ahead. That's true. Show, show us they your, only get five. Yep. Show us your super list, though. Yeah. So each of these movies has a possible score out of 200. Uh, so with seven movies... Possible total perfect score of 1,400. Uh, we'll see who gets closer to that one. So this will be interesting. I'm very much looking forward to seeing how this turns out. Um, and I'm wait- I'm actually interested to see how the results of this one change our picks for the next one. That's a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. there's... That's part of the thing of know your audience uh, that Mark and I know so well. So, uh, Mark... Final thoughts? Uh, I, I I can't wait now. <laughs> this this is going to be fun. And uh, do expect a, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, film studies uh, teasing if I get the ups. You know what I mean? Or maybe I just won't say a damn thing if uh, maybe maybe Baywatch bombs. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll just shut up about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a, a bit of an experiment for us. Uh, we hope you like it. We hope you participate. So feel free to write in. And uh, you know, th- thanks for listening. Yeah, you can also tweet at us at Can Movie Crew. Stay tuned this week, like we said, for uh, no, well, next week for King Arthur. And uh, do apologize for Sahara, the or is it from last week? Had a bit of a technical malfunction. Um, Which I really, actually, well, I actually found the Sahara show. Oh, you did? Uh, good, good. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, in the meantime, intact, you can. Uh, so. It just means everyone got a chance to enjoy Maximum Overdrive twice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah we have a huge backlog. Check it out. Um, so, uh, so for me, Mark, I'm Sean Taylor and, uh, let's see who wins this one. Vote, vote, vote. (laughs) We'll see you next time.